Wide to Rose, sends it across. Lorente the target. Lorente's header goes in! Spurs take the lead with three and a half minutes to go! And it's Fernando Lorente who wheels away with his arms in the air. He's hugged by Maurizio Pochettino. He's mobbed by the bench. And Tottenham have turned this around with not long to go. They trail for so long. But Son and Lorente have done the business. And Tottenham lead Watford by two goals to one. Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, and I'm joined, as always, nowadays, by my good friend Matt. How you doing, mate? Yeah, uh, after last night, I'm feeling a lot better. (laughs) Yeah, good. I'm glad you are. I'm knackered. I'm like emotionally exhausted, and and today's transfer deadline day, so oh, yeah. it's like what? At the time of recording, it is the 31st of January. Uh, it is 1 p.m. as we are recording. Um, so if we say a lot of stuff here about signings and things, then later you know that didn't happen or did happen. <laughs> You know when we recorded it, all right? Don't don't just be like, oh, why they're out of date. <laughs> yeah. um, like any poor soul who listened to last week's podcast bef- after we got knocked out of both cups, <laughs> where we basically did a whole show of we're in four competitions, we're doing great. I mean, this week could be a bad week, and yeah, it was a really bad week. Yeah, well, but we... I I made I've made a executive podcast decision. Okay, where I'm going to say. That was a really bad week. Yeah. I'm not going to dwell on it too much. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's the way forward. Um, and, and and after last night as well, listen, it's, it's you know, it's it's rubbish that we got knocked out of two cups. But, you know, we we've, we've, yeah. we won last night. So, you know, let's, let's, be, let's be happy and positive again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sucked. But, you know, yeah. we are where we are. And don't get me wrong, mate. We're going to talk about all of this throughout the of course whole show. We are. Of course I know we, we are. are. But, but um, no... But we should have talked about this before we started recording, but I'm going to say it now. Is the listening device in place? Yes, I did put okay. it in place, yeah, a okay. couple of days ago. Uh, obviously, right. we've, got, we've got to cover ourselves legally, so it's, yeah, it was all yeah, above yeah. board. So, so let's, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to reveal this now to all of our podcast listeners. This is exclusive. This is kind of a big deal. So uh, it's transfer deadline day, and we Spurs News often... People have noticed, you know, we often say things, you know, we've got some sources at the club and we've been asked a lot where, you know, how do you know these things? Well, um, Consuela, the cleaning lady, is a good friend of my second cousin twice removed and they often drink together and I hear things. And we were able, via this wonderful uh, source we have at the club, to plant a listening device in the office of one Daniel Levy. Now, for legal reasons, it's not a listening device like spy equipment. This is, you know, just a nice, friendly bit of banter between friends. Um, But we're actually now going to cut live to that recording to see if we can get any kind of insight to what's going on in the transfer dealings. Let's have a listen. Absolute hive of activity at the moment, isn't it? There so, sounds busy. It really it is, does. 
mean, uh, that's that's kind of what we thought we would be. Now we're going to check back throughout the podcast because um, obviously, you know, we will. Uh, we're going to open the podcast this week, however, with an update uh, for for the the winning team from last week, and that is Spurs Ladies. That's right. Here come the girls. It's time to talk Spurs Ladies. So, Spurs Ladies, I am delighted to say, did win last week. It was on Sunday, and they picked up a win against Millwall. And to be honest with you, it sounds like it was a cracking game. Uh, yeah, the does. ladies won 3 2. Uh, it was it was a bit back and forth. Uh, they were two one up, and then Millwall equalised in like the eighty eighth minute. And I was I was a bit gutted. I was I was close to shouting Spursy. <laughs> and then in the ninety fifth minute, the new Spursy struck with a late 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 goal to win the game. Um, yeah, three two win away to Millwall. The ladies are top of the championship. Uh, I will put a little asterisk next to that and just say Man United have got some games in hand. But, top of the championship. Top two teams go up. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's like you said, Sam. You know, we, we, I think it's, it's going to... Look, I'm, nothing's a given in sport, I get that. But I think we're kind of expecting the fact that Man United are the professional team in that yeah, league. Yeah, the only full-time professional team, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the, the chances are they're going to win it. But, but, but yeah. you take them out... So yep. so you take the professional team out. You know we're yep. we're the we're the we're the, we're playing the best in that league. You know we and are. Yeah. Like to be top at the moment, and like you say, Man United have got games in hand, but we're playing so well, and yeah. you know we we deserve we deserve at the end of the season to get that second spot. As far as I'm concerned, very much so. Yeah, yeah. definitely deserve, it. and especially when you consider it's the first season in this league. Yeah, of um, course. You know, don't get me wrong. The club are getting support. You know, training at Hotspur Way, etc. Now, but. It's still very much uh, a separate entity to the men's side. Mm. So, and you know, we we sponsor a couple of the players there. Uh, you know, a lot of other people do, and yeah, they're, they're doing great. I'm really, really pleased for them, and they're playing some good football now. Their next game is going to make everyone kind of twitch a little bit because their next game is in the fourth round of the FA Women's Cup. Uh, ironically, away to Crystal Palace. Oh, is it really? I didn't. Know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. If everyone's so having some sort of Nam flashback right now, just, <laughs> just, just let it go, and hopefully the ladies can get a little bit of revenge for us, and yes. you know, shoot down an eagle or two. But uh, yeah, so that is this Sunday, uh, the third of February. Third of February is Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. January's gone, man. When the it, hell did that happen? To be honest. It is. I know it's not the sort of thing that everybody says, but I swear yeah. January has just—it's had about ninety days in it, hasn't it? I yeah, just—it yeah. never seems to have ended this month. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the the, the never-ending month. It's still I, January I, as we speak. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people felt like that way to to payday. Uh, yeah. I saw a meme which always made me laugh, which is basically uh, you get paid early in December and then you get paid like the ninety fourth of January. <laughs> Yes, That's pretty much how it feels, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so finish up the round of the Spurs ladies. Um, incredibly proud of what they're doing. Uh, not only are they up there against a professional outfit in Manchester United and competing with them, they're you know these ladies are all either in full time education, full time mm-hmm. jobs as well. So uh, it's incredible sacrifice. And I do just want to give a very special mention as well. I, I saw the nominations for the Football London Awards. Okay. 
Um, the Football London Awards uh, is a few years ago was kind of a bit what the hell is that point in that? But it seems to have grown now. Mm. Seems to be quite a big deal. Uh, uh, Mauricio Pochettino has been nominated for Coach of the Year. Um, so. We've got a nomination for Harry Kane because you know he's amazing. <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? Uh, Hunmin Son has been nominated as well, and I saw Rihanna Dean from the Spurs Ladies has got a nomination for Top Ladies Player in London. Now, she's the only one outside of the Women's Super League to get a nomination. I think that's superb. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Um, so, yeah, really, really proud of her. Really, really proud of all what the Spurs Ladies are doing. Uh, we will keep you updated. Obviously, check the Facebook page. Facebook page always has updates on the Spurs Ladies games and what they're doing, as long, along with all the academy, etc. And also check our website. Uh, there's a Spurs Ladies section there, and we will be having match reports there soon awesome yeah i know um so yeah my friends that's the update on the spurs ladies now i understand because i have quite a lot of notes and stuff here stuff i want to chat about this week you you have a matt stats i do mate yeah i don't i don't want to let my fans down (laughs) no no don't they riot people people get quite cross if i ever skip matt stats so just before we go to it if you don't mind we will just go back to Daniel Levy's office live and see if we can hear any activity, anything at all. So let's have a quick listen. Yeah, nope. Yeah, okay. nothing right. going on. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, we will... I mean, it's in the right office, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right she did. Office, she did yeah. say. She did say she put it in the right. Yeah. The second yeah. one to the left, isn't it? As you yeah, go down the corridor. Yeah. yeah, the bold guy who tipped her with a with a Werther's original once. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. No problem. All right. We'll, we'll check. I mean, perhaps perhaps he's at lunch. Yeah, yeah it's lunch it could time. Be. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll check back. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll keep checking. So now it is time for Matt stats. Now it's time for Matt's Stats on the Spurs News Podcast. Right, what I like about Matt's Stats is I can think of a god-awful pun, and uh, that's that's my title. So this this week I've gone with League the Cups Out of It. <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I couldn't even fake laugh at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, now I um, I just wanted to uh, focus on the league. Now I know we'll talk about it as we go through through the podcast, but you know we have, we've had not the most memorable weeks when it comes to the cups. But when it comes to the league, we're, we're not doing too badly. Now, yep. what, what I wanted to start with uh, when we obviously with the Facebook page, um, I think you've alluded to this. When when something negative happens, that seems to be when we just get the most reactions and comments and. When we went one nil down uh, uh, last night and posted on the page that the fact we won nil down, it was just a deluge, deluge of, of comments. Now, I, yeah. I sifting through them, there were there were about five or six people saying, "We've don't worry, we've got this. Keep the faith. Come on, you Spurs," which I love. Yeah. Yeah. There was um, a few people complaining about the actual game, which is fair enough. You you, you know you can have your opinion on the match. Now, I wanted to, I wanted to pick three or four quotes. Of of some of the other reactions, okay. Okay, no, no. <laughs> right, now here away. we go. Right, it's, this could be painful. So yeah, the first on. one I've got, this first one I've got here is that's it. I'm done with watching Spurs. Second one I got, 
depressing to follow this club at the moment. Uh, another one was We Are Becoming a Laughing Stock, which is just. Okay. Yep. It's like scratching my nails on a blackboard whenever you hear the word laughing stock. <laughs> yep. And this, my favourite one Levy and the manager are killing my love for the club. <laughs> Daniel Levy and this manager. And the manager are killing my love for the club. So Poch and Levy are killing his love. So. Um, out of interest, and I know we can kind of stalk a little bit on Facebook. Did sure. You, did you see how old some of these people were? Yeah, which is probably going to be quite relevant when I go into my. Okay, my, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. No, I was, <laughs> I was just wondering if you if you looked at that because yeah, that's that's mad to me. I know yeah, it's insane, isn't it? So if you look at so I looked at so we played twenty four games. Okay, so we've won eighteen, drawn none, and lost six. Now yeah. I did I did want to mention my draw stat, but we, you posted it on our page, so you, you stole my thunder. But oh, if anyone hasn't seen yeah, it on the lo- Facebook page, lo- loads of people listening don't even look at the Facebook. Well, oh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> so we've we've actually equaled Bolton's Premier League record now of most consecutive games without a draw. So we're Hooray. going back to April. I know I had to take last time. Back to April, so we've now played 28, won 21, and lost seven of that 28, which is just insane. So, if we avoid a draw against Newcastle, then yeah. we break the record. It's going to be really one of those really weird ones, isn't it? Because like, obviously, I want to, I want us to win, but yeah. I kind of would celebrate a draw, I think, <laughs> or not celebrate a draw, no, celebrate a defeat. I'm confused. Don't, don't talk crazy now. Um, <laughs> no, no, Newcastle have just beat Man City. They're going to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Yeah, so, so yeah. let's go and give them an eye then, all right? Let's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's not let's not allow this to creep in. Yeah. So if you if so, like I say, we're on 54, 54 points. So I look back at where we were at this stage under every season under Pochettino. So this time last season, after twenty four games, we was on forty four points. Uh, yeah. uh, two years ago, fifty. Three years ago, forty five. And uh, the first season he started with us, we was on forty three points at this stage in the season. So we're four points ahead of our best our best uh, t- points hat tally at this stage of the season. Yeah. So we're not doing badly in the league, are we? No, no now, not at all. Now, um, I, I look. So I look back, and this is where what I want, this what I was saying to you about the age of some of the people that are, are making these comments. So, if you go back to the oh eight oh nine season, which is yep. the one where Ramos started it and then Redknapp took over. Ugh, yeah, yeah, I know. We had fifty one points at the end of the season. So yeah, in January, but, with... but you got to understand that none of that matters because Ramos won the League Cup, and that's all we care about. Yeah, now that now that's that's where it gets interesting. Okay, so that's previous season when Ramos won the won the league title for us. League Cup, not league, league Cup. Title, Apologies, league, league Cup. Yeah, yeah. I, if it was a league title, I might yeah. forgive the bastard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that year we won the league cup. Um, what what without thinking too much about it, and again putting you on the spot. I'm sorry for doing this. Yeah. How did you think we did in that season? So that's the um, that's the season before Ramos had that appalling start that got him sacked. So this is the season. So the season, before. the season we won the league cup. If yeah. I remember correctly, Martin Yole was the manager at the start. Yeah, that's right. And he took over, didn't he? And that's it, right. Yeah, he got Martin sacked Yol's, during a game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah Martin Yol got sacked during a game. Mm. Um, I don't think we did very well at all. I, I think we were mid-table. Yeah, it was our fourth lowest uh, prem, uh, points haul in in our Premier League history. We only yeah. got forty-six points, which but, is but like we won which, the League Cup. Yeah, and that's that's what's interesting, isn't it? Because my, I I feel like look, I I'm I'm one of these fans that I would prefer us to focus on finishing the top four 
and uh, securing Champions League football for next oh season. Oh my okay? God, you've opened up a hornet's nest. Yeah, I know now. I have. I know I have. But but hear me out, okay? So oh, yeah. so, so a lot a lot of um, a lot of fans will say we've just become the new Arsenal. Like they they were happy with a top four finish. They didn't care about trophies. But it's where you came from before that. Now Arsenal, they came from a place where they were winning titles and cups and stuff for fun, and then they've gone to a team that are comfortable or happy finishing in the top four and securing Champions League football. We've we the opposite from us. Like you know, we, we've we've come from an appalling place, and it's all about. And, and I know people are, are sort of maybe reading what they want into that Pochettino interview that he did recently. <laughs> yeah. A, 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 about about you know the importance of 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 the league uh, and the fact that you know with, with, with the cups it, it's you know it's almost like that the FA Cup and the, and the League Cup it's, 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 it hasn't got that um, it hasn't got that kind of um, yeah I mean I, I've got snippets of quotes and stuff for him I wanted to, to chat through yeah we'll talk about it after yeah. alright mate yeah, no worries alright yeah, yeah sh- sure no worries it, it's just it's just for me it's just looking like it's just looking at the past with us so I'm, so I'm, I'm reading those quotes out about how appalling our club is and how the, the Poch and Levy are clean the club and it's I'm done with watching Spurs and it's depressing to follow yeah. the club. And you look at where we are. We're 54 points after in January and back in that season we was on, we finished the season on 46 points. We finished the season on 46 points. Okay. <laughs> now, now we won the, we won that League Cup and and that's and for me like, like yeah the point I was trying to make was I I I. I just remember winning the cup in that that season. I, the league yeah. does. I don't even remember us having such a poor league no. uh, season. So then it makes me. Although I, although I did say I'm I'm more on board with let's finish fourth and finish the Champions League. I see where I see the point of the cup because I, I look back with fond memories of that year. But we yeah. was awful. Yeah. We was absolutely awful in the league. It was absolutely yeah. awful, you know. Like you know, it was terrible. We, 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 we you know, we, we, end, we end up the season like I say. We, we, we won eleven, drew eleven, and lost sixteen. We lost sixteen games that season. Yeah. It was appall- absolutely appalling, you know. Yeah, and and yeah. we were mid-table at best, fighting towards getting towards the like Europa League or UEFA Cup places. Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, look where we are. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, and I, I was I, I, apologies. It, it, that season, it was it, we'd won eleven, drawn thirteen, and lost fourteen. And the the, yeah. the, one, the eleven, eleven, sixteen. That was our our worst ever um, points haul, and that was back in ninety seven, ninety eight. Uh, mm. So that was one eleven, drawn eleven, uh, lost sixteen. Yeah, that's our worst one. That particular season, we had yeah. three managers. <laughs> See if you can remember the three managers in that season. Um, what year was it? Uh, no, the ninety-seven, ninety-eight season. Okay, um, three managers would suggest that we had a caretaker at one point. Yes, we did. Yeah, uh, with David Pleat. No, I thought managers? you was going to go with that one. No, no, no David Chris... Pleat didn't step in. Chris Hutton. Chris Hutton, yeah, Chris Hutton. Uh, Chrissy Hutton, bless you, Chris. Um, <laughs> is this? Is this? Was it the Aussie Ardiles team? No, I'll give you a clue. It included yeah. an underground ticket getting waved around. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? Let's move on. Actually, I don't know. This, 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 I think, I think we need to focus on this for a couple of minutes. Okay, just for a couple of minutes. Now, right, you, you pe- talk people, about it. I'm just going to sit here and whimper. People of our generation, right? They will remember this. Now, the youngsters, the Francis Hutton grow season. Okay, it's Ugh. just no, it means nothing to them. To us, it was just a, a season or a, a period of. 
pain, absolute pain. You know, now you, you can social. Go on. Let, let me just let me just cut in a second because I think I've got a story which I think might resonate with a few people. So recently, I was looking online and I was looking at Arsenal fans uh, getting angry because Fulham didn't beat us or didn't hold on last night. Equally as angry that Watford weren't able to do it. And I was looking through just some of the Twitter because I find it funny. You know, mm. Arsenal fans having a meltdown over our results is very funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm looking through and I'm reading some of the stuff they're saying. And someone had put about something about Harry Kane. And there's a whole Arsenal fan TV video. Did you know this? Right. A 15-minute video documenting how Harry Kane is not one of our own. Because they've got the picture of him in the Arsenal kit God's when Arsenal sake. won the unde- unbeatable season and they got him in the academy and stuff like that. Now, that has had something like 400,000 views and <laughs> all these retweet Arsenal fans, they they love that. They think that's like a real big deal. Yeah. And it actually gave me this real... At first, my first reaction was, oh, that really annoys me. That's really aggravating. But then all of a sudden, it dawned on me that that's actually probably one of the biggest compliments I think we can have as a club about where we are now. Because I remember back in the days of Christian Gross as our manager, there was only one other Spurs fan in my year at school, secondary school. One other kid, his name was Nathan. Mm. And me and poor Nathan went through hell, (laughs) surrounded by Man United, uh, Chelsea once they became Russian, you know, all all of these fans of these other clubs that were off winning stuff, buying players, and Arsenal fans, they were bloody everywhere at that point. Yeah. Like Frenchmen. Um, and it, it was painful to be at school during that time and be a Tottenham fan. And I remember Christian Gross signing players that Danny Rose couldn't find on Google <laughs> ever. You know, I, I remember them. Malenko Akimovic, <laughs> Musa Saib. I remember these names because I had to try and justify them to people like, oh yeah, he's he's like the Algerian whatever, you know, he's like brilliant. No, he was crap. <laughs> but I was trying to make the best of it because that's what you do when you're a fan of a team. You try your best to make the best of it. And yeah, of course you do. They were yeah. utter shite. And I remember winding up unmercilessly Arsenal fans because Dennis Burkamp was a Tottenham fan as a boy. Yeah, yeah. So right. to me, that was a... Uh, he was a forget yeah. the fact he helped them win countless trophies, dominated, scored against, did all this stuff. To me, it was like, ha-ha, he supported us as a kid. That's, That's all how, you had, wasn't it? That was it. That was yeah. all I had. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, I've realised Harry Kane wore an Arsenal shirt a couple of times is all they have. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it's like, wow, that yeah. that's massive. That's such a huge change. Yeah. But yeah, sorry to take that on a bit of a, a sideways tangent, but the Christian Gross era, mate, was awful. Yeah. That, that I mean, to this day, it's a, when I, if I ever meet Sugar, I would just say, really, Christian Gross? <laughs> what, dude? What, what the hell? hell? Do you know, talking about Christian Gross, do you know what he's up to now? Um, uh, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping he is getting a permanent colonoscopy from Captain Hook. <laughs> he's, 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 manager, he's a manager still. No. Yeah, he manages, he's at the top of the league as well. McDonald's, he manages <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> he, he manages uh, Zamalek 
in the uh, Egyptian Premier League. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, yeah. That, that. Yeah, yeah. And, high level of football. That. <laughs> and this is when you're going to think I'm making it up, but it's absolutely true. Their last game, uh, they drew three all yeah. with guess who? Pyramids. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and to be honest with you, that's possibly they drew three all with the actual pyramids because <laughs> yeah, Christian Gross's team could. Bore you. Oh man! <laughs> Anybody listening to this who was there? I mean, I, did you did you go to many games during his era? I mean, it, I, I, I talked about it the to. other day with you. Do you remember going to watch us under George Graham? Just awful. Oh, awful, the, awful, dull, joyless, joyless, joyless yeah. bastard! It was awful. Do you know we had seven nil nils in a row under George oh, Graham? God. And the result that broke that run was a one nil defeat. We then had two more nil-nils, and then a 4-0 defeat to Man United. And then we won two games on the bounce, and guess what the score was? Yeah, on. 1-0! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, pe- I know people talk about... George Graham won us a League Cup, okay? So this, this brings us back on topic. Be impressed. Mm, yeah. Almost like I planned that, and I really didn't. <laughs> but I don't remember that era with any love or anything. I remember the day we won the cup and I was thrilled. Uh, Alan Nielsen. That's right. Like right at the uh, end of the game, wasn't it? Yeah. Delighted. We won a trophy. It was great. That that moment was great. But my overarching memories of that time as a Spurs fan was just, oh, which team do you support? Oh, Tottenham. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'd mumble it under my breath. I wouldn't say it proudly. I'd just yeah, be like, of course. Oh, of course. Tottenham. That's right. I mean, like, I, I just one, just final, one final uh, uh, bit of information. So, I, I gave you where we were after twenty-four uh, games under each season under Poch. But that that season, we won the the League Cup. So we finished it on uh, we finished the season on forty-six points. But after twenty-four, so where we are right now, we'd won six, drawn six, and lost twelve. <coughs> See. And, and compare it to now. You compare that to now, and then think to those think to those quotes that Spurs fans are, yeah, are, are saying yeah. about us. And, and I, I yeah. get it. I get it. We was losing at the time, but even if we'd lost uh, the game, I, we'd still be on fifty. What we'd have been on fifty-one. So I understand a frustrated outburst. I mean, we have a Spurs chat for the admins. We went one day down last night, and I just went, "Oh, for fuck! I can't believe that." Uh, Dan, fellow admin, was just like a corner again. Considering how they beat us, how were we not practicing defending corners every minute this week? You know, <laughs> but that, but that was it. That was it. We were frustrated. We were annoyed. Game moved on, and we carried on talking about the game. Yeah. Um, so I understand that. If if comments on that one nil down post have been Hugo, what have you done there? You know, stuff like that. I completely get that. So do I. Absolutely. Yeah. On the game, the, absolutely. The, the one guy that said I wish Hugo had gone to jail was a little bit far. <laughs> <laughs> but it did make me laugh at full time. <laughs> when I when I skimmed back through, I thought, okay, dude, um, possibly a little bit extreme, but I see... I, I, I know in that moment you were angry. <laughs> so, so we'll move on. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it is frightening sometimes. So the the other big thing, and I don't know whether you're going to go on to this, so if I'm about to pee on your cornflakes, slap me when you see me. Um, we use, people talk about with winning trophies of how that's going to kick us on. Yeah. And, you know, you were just talking about then about eras. And so George Graham's Tottenham won a League Cup. And... 
does anyone else remember the stunning glory years that followed? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, one day Ramos won us a league cup. The guy had us bottom of the league with our worst ever start to a league season and was sacked <laughs> the following year. Talk um, about kicking on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he kicked on. He kicked right on. Yeah. He kicked out. Yeah, he was gone. Later, and then we brought in Wheeler, Deary, Wheeler Dealer Harry, which I think has broken everybody for transfer windows ever since. Speaking of transfer windows... Um, I, I understand there is some activity at last uh, at Daniel Levy's office. We're going to cross live right now. Okay, was, that that was that was the Hoover. Okay, yeah. all right, sorry. That's um, the thing because I sit off that. I put that. I asked her to put that motion uh, sensor thing in there as well. So yeah. obviously it's, it's, it's picked up as the Hoover's coming. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll keep checking back. <laughs> we'll keep checking back. So, um, my friend, stats wise, was was there more, or did you the, the, just want to really lay into the people with stupid comments? I'm, no, I'm all for that. No, right? I, no. Listen, I, look, I, I, you've kind of made me realise that yeah, people are people get angry and they they say things that may be a bit yeah. over the top, but I just. I find, and I'll say it again, I find that people, you know, you need to have level headness. Like, I understand criticising the game, criticising the performance during the game, but when it goes beyond that to like the whole things, it's at the end of the world, yeah. and yeah. the team are you like. I just wanted to put a bit of perspective into it. That's all. No, and, no, and, I, and I will good. say, Sam, as well, just before I finish, this is yep. a stat, but this is while I was researching my stats, I looked up the first season under Pochettino. That's where I got the the uh, points tally and everything, and it came up with all the signings he made. And one came up that to start with, I couldn't remember. I actually couldn't remember the player. Okay, Do you remember B- Benjamin Stambouli? Of course, I remember. Yeah, his ben. name has just completely got out of my brain. I'm like. Who's he? And then I, he? I was going into him, and he's like, he played. I think twelve games for us. I think he played yeah. every cup game or something. And then, but, and then we flogged and then in went the PSG. To PSG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they have a homegrown quota problem like we do now, <laughs> and they needed a Frenchman, and we flogged him one. You can have yeah, um, Benjamin Stambouli on is one of those signings where you look at it and you think, oh, that makes sense. Defensive yeah. midfielder, good cover. We couldn't land Schneiderlin, That's right. so we got him Stambouli instead. Um, a lot of people forget that when Pochettino first arrived, his definition was coach. Yeah, that's so right. the yeah. signings that were made were made by a transfer committee, which he wasn't part of. Mm. <laughs> and so basically he was handed players. So he'd say, yeah, I want Morgan Schneiderlin. And Daniel Levy would go, yeah, we can't afford him. I've got you Benjamin Stambouli. <laughs> You know, Go and ask Danny to Google him. Which is the equivalent of asking for a Ferrari and someone bringing you a 1990s Skoda. <laughs> but, you know, it's what that, that's kind of what happens because when you're doing a scouting thing, you sort of go, okay, that's the player we're looking at. That's who we'd like. But look at his profile. Are there other players that fit the profile? So if we can't land target A, we can move on to target B, C. And, you know, that that's smart. That's planning, yeah, whether you're running a football club, business, anything, you, you identify it. Yeah. I have no idea how far down the list or how many letters Stambouli was. <laughs> but I don't think he was even second choice. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, the, the guy was nice lad. He, he had a couple of games where he looked half decent and then... A bit like George's Kevin and Kudu. You just watched him run the ball out of play a few times and went, ah, oh, so you, you get paid to play football? You, you actually earn money for this. I think um, I, I think our, our famous cleaner was more uh, next in line before him to get... 
<laughs> Possibly, but bad knee injury. Bad knee injury. Poor, you know. Had trials, but didn't quite make it. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sad stuff. Um, yeah, uh, mate. I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, I think we could actually could be quite a fun feature on on our podcast where we just literally read some reactions from our Facebook page yeah, yeah. and and we have to get people to guess what they were reacting to. So we'll yeah, say, right, a good idea, we, yeah. we've posted, you know, all of these things that we've posted a story about this story, about this story, about this. What was this person reacting to? Because <laughs> I, my f- biggest thing this week appears to have been me saying, okay, but what does that have to do with what we've just posted? Thank yeah, you very much yeah. for your comments, sir. But what has that got to do with this? Yeah, it's madness. Um, okay, man. Um, if you're happy, I want to kind of not move on the subject massively from what we were just talking about. But I want to kind of have a chat about uh, Pochettino and what he was talking about in the press conferences. Because there's a couple of things I think is well worth reminding people. Because uh, you got to remember, English is not his first language. It's something that shouldn't have to be reminded, but I think it is kind of important because this week he said, uh, he used the word ego. Yeah. And then in his next press conference, he was confronted with it, you know, like an angry press pool. And he was like, (laughs) what's wrong? What's wrong Mm. with that word? And he even said, so ego's deemed as bad here. Right. Okay. I've learned that. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) I'll try and explain what I meant. And it's reporters um what's the nice way of putting their assholes oh we'll just leave it as assholes. leave it that. <laughs> basically unfortunately the media nowadays are driven by ad revenue for clicks yeah. so we have this thing called clickbait now what is a better headline uh pochettino you know upset over cup exit uh but says players you know need to focus on the league right now or Pochettino says cups are for stroking egos. Mm-hmm. Well, which is going to get more clicks, which is going to get more discussion, which is going to get more of a reaction. So when you've got a guy whose first language isn't English, and there's a lot of managers in the league the same, and I often see little headlines about other managers, and I often just think, I bet that's not what he said. And when mm-hmm. I click the story, normally it's not at all. It's kind of a, a snippet and taken out of context. And... I want to try and encourage people, if possible, to try and, whenever they see these things, to try and read. You'll know this from our Facebook page. How many times have we had to reply to comments saying, did you read all of it, or did you just read the first line? And people are like, oh, no, actually, no, I just, I read the first bit, and then, Mm. then I commented. It's like, well, read the whole thing. Because yeah. if you're just going to comment on a headline from a press article, you're going to spend your life an idiot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't. I, I'll, I can't just interrupt. Just slight. Just yeah, a, please, one, one yeah. thing that's sent to my mind. So, yeah. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I, I really got really annoyed because I'm. I, I like. I pride myself in looking into things, so not taking things on face value, especially when yeah. it comes to like. Um, Articles and and like you say, clickbait articles. Yeah. You you know there's there's more to it. But I fell for one a uh, few a few weeks ago, and it really annoyed me that I fell for it. Which was yeah. the mas the mascot one. I, I, did I mention that to you? No, I don't yeah, think so. They, they 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 we was there was an article coming out that there was five clubs in in the Premier League that charge for mascots. Oh no, I, did, I, I saw the article. Yeah, um, and 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 I, and I was like, I can't I can't believe we're charging four hundred quid for for, yeah. for a mascot. I think that's outrageous. And there's like fifteen other clubs that don't charge any anything. Yeah. Well, the actual truth of the story was that 
we um, nine of our mascots every so obviously they have eleven, don't they? Every yeah. every week, nine of them are free. They're from the yeah. junior. They're picked at random from I think from the junior Spurs Members uh, membership. Club, yeah. yeah, and the other two, it's it's offered as a offered as a, a package. So they um, their parents can come and sit in Club Wembley. They yeah. get to meet the fa- the players at half time. Yeah. Uh, they get a, the, the parents get a, a, a program and a, and a complimentary drink. So there's a lot involved with it, yeah. and that. I think eight hundred pounds or four hundred pound per kid. The eight hundred pound from us, we uh, as a club, sorry, they donate it to charity. So it's not put in in our in our pockets. It's donated to charity. Now that's the truth. But then if you read just the art, the headline of the article, Spurs, one of five clubs who charge f- yeah. over four hundred pound for mascots, that's going to make you angry. And it made me angry. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. And, and I'm really annoyed that I just reacted angrily oh. and just and, and didn't look into it. And it's only it was. Funnily enough, only one of my friends who pointed out to me what the actual truth was, and when I realised, I felt like a bit of an idiot, you know. And well, it, unfortunately, we all do. We all get yeah. because you, especially when you're passionate about a subject. Now, uh, you know, we we won't talk about politics on this podcast, um, but that's a subject people are really fired up about right now. You mm. know, Brexit stuff like that. People have got real divides in sure. Scotland. You know, the the in out referendum. You know, divided families to the point. I know. I know. I genuinely have got a Scottish friend who, over that referendum, has not spoken to his father. That's, that's two two and a bit years now. That's insane. They they it? fell yeah. out over it to the point that they no longer speak. I mean, Jeez. that's horrific. And, yeah. that's, and that's the anger and the in the subject matter. And I mean, you are both passionate about Tottenham. Sure. You know, we, we love this club. We support it. We we invest money, time, effort. You know, we do the podcast, the pay all these different things just to be part of the fandom and the part of the support in the club. Mm. And when we see an article about the club, we'll read it. <laughs> or yeah, we'll look of course. At it. Yeah. And when we see a negative article, it'll impact us because it'd be, oh, you know, that's, that's really bad. I don't like seeing that. You know, I, I really wish I hadn't, I really wish that wasn't the case, you know? Yeah, sure. Why, why can't all the articles be about our lovely new cheese room? You know, <laughs> what's, what's this about? So, it, I can completely understand how that happened. I saw that article and I got to be honest with you, I kind of looked at it and went, I, can't, I don't believe that. Mm, but mm. but that was probably because in my state of mind, if I'd been in a different state of mind, I might have read it and thought, you bastard. Yeah, yeah. Or sure. I would have gone, that's very Daniel Levy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, that, that's, do you know what? That's probably what my, my thoughts were, that he's renowned, obviously, for his tightness. And I was like, I can't yeah. believe he's doing this. Yeah. And then just not looking into it. And it's just, like you say, this isn't this is a podcast about Spurs. This isn't about politics. Yeah. But... I just very briefly I think that it's so it's so powerful it's so powerful just to put yeah. like t- um headlines and 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 things like memes and just short yeah. one 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 sentence one, like one sentence yeah. uh messages you know and yeah. they're, they're just e- easily digestible wow. and, and they can create such a, a, a an emotion with people and and honestly genuinely if I could teach if I could teach my children anything it's just don't take everything you see as face, face value. You know, oh, like, you know look yeah. into stuff, and you'll you'll um you'll you'll appreciate this. This goes to it. When we first set up the Spurs news page, me and Dan used to do memes on quite a regular basis. Um, one um Harry Kane first. So when Harry Kane first broke into the team, we did a meme where we had quotes in air quotes from famous footballers. Okay. So we had uh, like Harry Kane's the best striker I've ever seen, Alan Shearer. <laughs> um, we had like uh, Harry Kane makes me wish I could play in the same team as him. Come out of retirement and play with him, Pele. <laughs> you know, but we um, but they were designed to be, stu- you know, they were designed yeah. to be. Anyone who look at it would go, oh, man, yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. 
we genuinely had people going, well, this is clearly fake. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, yes, it, it is clearly fake. <laughs> but because we did it, you know, a picture with some writing on it, people yep. were looking at it and going, oh, wow, that's real. Yeah, and we're like, no, no. Think how can it. how can you? I mean, one of the people we quoted was Socrates. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, the guy's dead. <laughs> but people were like, well, that's clearly fake. Yes, you moron. <laughs> it is clearly fake. Um, Scalacci, uh, Scalacci, the Italian striker from Italian Night, he said, Harry Kane makes me want to give up pizza. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. A little racist, that. And I apologise, but you know, ridiculous. <laughs> but it was designed to be so ridiculous, people would laugh. But yeah, people yeah. were like, "Oh well, yeah, that's fake. Ugh, stupid. I'm going to unfollow this page." Uh, what? Well, please do then, because you're too stupid. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. If if this is the highbrow humour that you don't get, I worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So so going back to what we were talking about before, um. There's this big debate on trophies, and I think with any good debate, there is valid points on both sides, and I think that's kind of key. And what I want to do is just focus on something the the manager has said. Now, he says a lot of things in press conferences, and then we only get snippets of it, and we also only get answers. So he gets asked a question, he answers that question directly, and then that gets put into an article. Mm. So a perfect example was last week. The question he was asked, uh, I've written it down here, the question he was asked was this. Do you believe that winning the FA Cup or the League Cup in England would take Tottenham to being amongst the top clubs in the country? He replied to that, no, I don't think winning a domestic cup would actually do that. I've said this hundreds of times. The domestic cups involve a lot of luck in terms of who you draw, whereas a league title is something that takes you forward as a club, as a team. No one can take that away from you. A Champions League, that those are the big ones. Those are where we need to be aiming as a club to then be considered amongst the biggest clubs. Yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, I think everybody listening to that question and that answer would say, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay? The articles that were written, we posted a few of them, we've all seen them this week, all basically said that he don't care about the Cups. Yeah. It's just frustrating. And, it, it? and it's frustrating yeah, because frustrating. I, I, for one, don't watch and listen to all of the press conferences word for word, simply because I don't have time. Mm. You know, as much as I love Tottenham and I, I have a job, I have a daughter. I I have an active social life of sitting in Netflix. Um, I said sitting. Um, But yeah, so genuinely now... Oh man, I'm a joke. But yeah, genuinely, I'm not going to sit and watch 30 to 45 to an hour's worth of press conferences every week. Yeah, but who does, Sam? Who does? Well, Well, this is the thing, because you kind of rely on the press. The press go to these things and they write articles. Now... I don't know whether this is a new thing because of, like I said, about clickbait and the way the press earns money now or what. But to me, when I was younger, if I read a story in the newspaper, that was the story. That was true. I'd had some gravitas to it. Now, if I read anything, I'm questioning it because so many times I can prove myself in minutes it's made up. Mm. Now, perhaps when I was younger, I didn't have that facility to do that. And perhaps... 
I was taking it on faith and perhaps even then it wasn't true but and I know people tend to glorify you know the past a little bit but but genuinely I, I just think the journalists have let us down so badly now that when you see this situation with Pochettino and the trophies this past week there was a real anger amongst the fan base directed at our manager yeah and in reality all the guy's doing is answering questions but then when the journalists write it the journalists write it with their interpretation their of course spin. they do and, that, and, that, and, that, and the thing is we've had this conversation before haven't we but newspapers their aim their main aim is to sell as yeah. many as they can yeah. they, they, they're not going to write a boring write up on it they they want no. to sensation sensationalize no. everything because that's yeah. what sells the newspapers it is yeah and, 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 it's... and we 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 try massively on the page to pick out stories that are balanced we try and show all sides uh i've put stories on the page this week about this which i personally hated but we're you know we're spurs news we're not sam picks the news for spurs so mm. Um, and I put them on there and I just sit there I think I even put a comment on one yesterday saying not many people are going to enjoy this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's true and and you're, you're I mean you're bang on mate they are they are a business and because they are a business I feel that it's spun now in such a way to make money like ad revenue it, it's painful and it needs it needs to be looked at in general, just beyond sport, it needs to be looked at, I think. But then you run into this horrible, well, does that mean you're regulating the press? And then that's a, a whole can of worms. Yeah, I, I, for me, I, I don't think it's something that's, that's... I think it's always been the case. Like I, I've said this again before, but I, I just I, I stopped reading newspapers a few years ago. I just do not read newspapers. I just will not pick up a newspaper. or I, haven't, I genuinely... With hand on heart, can't remember the last time I, yeah. I went into a shop and bought a newspaper, and I think it has changed my outlook on things, especially when it comes to Spurs, because you'd you'd read a story, and and I I think and and look, I'm going to just put go out on a limb and just make an assumption that I might be yeah. completely wrong with, okay? But this is my assumption. A lot of the people who maybe put those who I quoted earlier read a lot of newspapers, okay? Because yeah, possibly yeah. they're. they're like when we got knocked out, like so, I can tell you what the what the headlines were after we got knocked out by Palace. But I can be pretty confident in them slating us and you know very very derogatory. Which I guess like we've lost the game. They're not going to like yeah, you know be yeah. complimentary towards us, are they? But it's going to be that kind of like you know your season's over and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I can see that, and I can see it being the story, the, the, the result of the game, the, the headline on it being quite quite um, negative and and kind of like you know sensationalist. <laughs> Now, yep. by taking myself out of that and looking at the bigger picture and, you know, giving you the stats I gave earlier about the fact that we're yeah. flying in the league and we've got the highest points total at this point in the league that we've ever had in the Premier League, yeah. by by far, by far and away, we are doing amazing in the, in the Premier League. Okay, we're out of two cups, I get that, okay? Yeah. But we're still flying in the league. We, we, we're like, and, and I don't know if he was going to mention this, but what po- 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 Pochettino talks about with the league, you know, it's 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 like we, we, we're, we're, we're building, like we're moving into the new stadium, we're, we're building this, we're building something. Yeah. We're, we're building like an, an empire at Spurs, and you know you you, can't, you they'll come they'll come yeah. you know we, we we just 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 stick with me stick with my plan yeah, and 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 these and these these you these we won't you won't we won't care about winning a, a league cup in a few years it'll just be like you know if 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 it, if it, what happens what is what so if if what he wants to happen happens with our club with the plan he's got 
it will be the last thing we, we'll be interested in winning a, 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 a league, league cup. That would be the least of our interests, you know. Yeah, yeah and it it opens up. I mean, there's there's two things I want to go from there. The, the first one is just. Uh, you mentioned then about these people reading a lot of newspapers and possibly us influencing them. I also think you know the guy saying our clubs are laughing stock. Let, let let's put that. Let's just explore that for a moment. Now we've talked talked about it before. Me and you have had this conversation. I think I'm pretty sure you agree with me. People need to get it through their minds that opposition fans of other teams are always going to pick at you. Yes. So yes. if we won the league cup, right? They'd all be saying it's a Mickey Mouse cup. If we won the FA Cup, it doesn't matter anymore. If you won the league, you're lucky. Oh, you've only won it once. Anyone can win it once. Look at Leicester. Look at Blackburn. If we won the Champions League, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. You could sign a phenomenal player and they'll say, yeah, but you used to support us as a boy. <laughs> do you, do yeah. you see my point? You know, that's a complete yeah. wrench back to what I said earlier on. Opposition fans shouldn't define you as a supporter of your team because their whole raison d'etre is to give you crap. You, and that's what it works. There's a there's a big fan account, a Crystal Palace fan account on, on Twitter, and I follow it. And the reason why I follow it is because he is the most balanced fan account I've ever come across. He's got loads of followers, and I think this is why. He okay. talks about every team they play, and he talks about every game, and he talks about, and he is ridiculously defensive about people attacking Spurs. Okay. After Palace beat us the other day, he was <laughs> over the moon. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then he was he was retweeting loads of the comments from people like laying in the Spurs from like, Arsenal and Chelsea. And he was like, "How? What are you having a go at them for?" It's like they are literally running on fumes. They've got it was basically their B team, and they played us off the park. We got two fairly lucky goals. That's just how football happens sometimes. And then last night, Bournemouth smashed Chelsea four 0 and the guy was just like, "Where are those people who were in my mentions the other day?" Also, by the way, there's not one Tottenham fan in my mentions bringing it up because mm. they don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that's that's best thing like this this is this relates to 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 what's going on and it also just relates to life as well. If you if you've got if you've got someone who's criticizing you or 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 picking something picking something like you know picking at you like you're something about you, it yep. tells you more about them than it does about you. Does. And a, and and a great example for me is that Wally that used to play for Arsenal, that goalkeeper who's Where's he in Italy or wherever he is now? Oh, put in um, that, put in that Chesney. Yeah, yeah, I remember but, him, yeah. yeah, but he, um, he's he, most people listening to this probably know. He, he put a selfie cam, a video of him when we lost to Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's happening again. Now that just tells you more about him than it does about us because he he's not even playing for Arsenal anymore, and and he he still it's it, it still wrangled him, wrangles him so much that he's gonna. Put that that post on, which shows how much we bother him. Yeah, ten years yeah. ago we weren't we we they didn't care. No, we we could have won the league cup and they wouldn't care. No, because they were because busy we, winning titles and stuff, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, and now we we were the best team in London last year. We are currently the best team in London, and Chelsea and Arsenal fans hate us. You know, there's nothing unites them more in a game between them than singing "Stand Up" if you ate Tottenham. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> because we're in their heads. Yeah. So 
when you're going on about being a laughing stock and all this stuff, and people are like, oh, they're mocking us, they're doing this, they're doing this because we don't win anything. Oh, if I have to look at one more trophy cabinet, smile at them. Yes, God, exactly. I, I, I responded to an Arsenal fan this week. You sent me, oh, a trophy cabinet still empty. I responded, I think you'll find in last summer we won the International Cup. <laughs> so, no, it's not. <laughs> and, so I got, and I got back, oh, ha, ha. Well, it's because I've diffused them. They have yeah. actually got nothing to have a go at us about. Absolutely, oh, yeah. You know, I remember clinging to such crap things like, oh, yeah, well, uh, you might have won the league, but how many English players do you have? <laughs> yeah, do, do you know what I mean? Exactly. What was that? What? How, how was... You know, why would they care about that? But to me, I was like, yeah, burn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. I was just won that argument. You, yeah, you just celebrated going a whole season undefeated and winning a league and, like, doing it at our ground. Yeah, well, how many English players do you have? <laughs> Boom! Boom, yeah. Winner Drop of the that mic. argument. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Did you know, talking about, like, I'm going to have to, um, you'll have to tell me the uh, the name of that Palace fan. I want to follow him. But yeah, yeah. It, it reminded me... It, because it's, it's, you know, we don't have obviously have any allies when it comes to London clubs. But no. did you hear what the uh, Bournemouth fans were chanting at the uh, Chelsea no, players? Oh no, no, no! Go on. <laughs> they were just they were singing. You're just a shit Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> Bournemouth, you have just got yourselves another fan. Bournemouth fans, I love them. You are, you are, you have just made my afternoon. Thank you very much. You're just a shit Tottenham. Hotspur. You, you. you you have no idea how much that would have hurt them. Yeah, there, I know, there, exactly. There are Chelsea fans listening to Dido albums right now and just in dark rooms because of that. Oh, that's beautiful. No, I didn't know that. That's brilliant. I'm gonna, I have to try and find the clip of that. I need yeah. that in my life. Um, mate, speaking of uh, clips, I just want to cut live to Daniel Levy's office and see oh. if there's any, 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 any movement there. Let's see. No. No. Okay, but, um, <laughs> going on, uh, I'm a... Right. Okay. Um, anyway, where were we? <laughs> yeah, so where were we? So the, the next thing I just want to go through... Now, I, I did a bit of research uh, going into this podcast, and um, it, this ties into everything we've just been saying. Now, the, the bit of research I did were... There's this thing about trophies make clubs bigger clubs, yeah? You know, okay. the, you know, you win. This has been the kind of debate we've been having this past week because of what the manager said and because the manager's saying, right now, this club needs to focus on league finish, needs to concentrate on Champions League, needs to concentrate on revenue because we're trying to build something. Mm-hmm. The manager said that, not in so many words, because he talked about chairs and sofas, but <laughs> yeah. just park that, all right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was what he was trying to say. He was trying to say, the project right now is to build. Mm-hmm. We're not the finished article. If we were a team that had won the league 10 years in a row and now we're not winning anything, everyone has a right to be livid. Mm-hmm. We're not that club. Right, so yeah. we are trying to build towards becoming that club. Absolutely, yeah. Right, so what I thought was, it's interesting to me, that, you know, what is the outside perception of Tottenham? What is the outside perception of us? Because our fans right now are uh, ready to jump. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like crazy because we've not won a cup in so long. And, so, and that, that's fine. Everybody has that opinion. Everyone can have that. But I was just thinking to myself, what what, what must be like for other teams now you've touched on it like this entitled feeling mm, mm. where does that come from as a Tottenham fan now if you were a Man United fan and you've won 19 Premier Leagues I think it is 19 oh, you have 
probably let's say you're a 20 year old United fan yeah you've all your life you've been winning the league I can completely understand why now as an adult you're like what the hell's going on yeah I'm happy with this why aren't we winning everything oh we've just won an FA Cup ugh yeah, yeah. I can completely get why this is a shock to the system to you. Um, for Chelsea fans, we're like, well, why aren't we just spending four hundred million? Isn't that what we do every window? Mm. This is all a new reality for you guys. Yeah. I can kind of get this, okay. But as Tottenham fans, uh, you said it in your Matt's uh, Monday thoughts. Yes, which I love, by the way. Oh, Thank thanks, you. mate. Thank Appreciate you for that. changing the format. If you've not seen it yet, every Monday Matt will give his summary his thoughts um yeah now (laughs) you said it we've only won x amount of trophies in our entire history man united under sir alex ferguson have won more in his era okay Mm. that just sums it up so therefore in our entire history we have not been a team that has dominated the trophy room we we never have that's never been our thing no, it's, I think I think the stat was something like we've won in the 137 years that we've existed yeah. since 1882. 16? We've won we, 16 yeah, in that 137 16. years. So there you go. So 16 trophies in 137 years. Now we are currently in our longest run without one. All right. So so just so people can be, you know, I'm being balanced in this. So I do get where people are coming from in the case of uh, we need a trophy. Yeah, we all want to win trophies all right but let, let me just put this out to everybody so i had a chat i tracked down via twitter um and you know obviously tracked down three fans of three football clubs okay mm-hmm. so the first fan is a guy called jamie and the team he supports in their history have won one league title uh top flight this is one okay. top flight league title two fa cups four league cups two Champions League titles and a European Super Cup. Mm-hmm. Any idea who this club is? They've won the Champions League. English club, yeah? Yeah, English club have won the Champions League twice. League. Well, the, you know, the European Cup Champions League, you know, yep. as it is. The European Super Cup once. Yep. One top flight league title, two FA top Cups flight. and four League Cups. They've obviously won the second division, third division, stuff like that. But it's, talking, it's... When I say league title, I mean top flight. And it's not the champions. Not the, the Champions League in any format. It doesn't have to be the last few years. No, no, any any format. Any it's not. Format. It's not Blackburn, is it? No, God, no. No, no, no Gordon. Who is it? Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, right? Okay. So Jamie is a Nottingham Forest fan. Nottingham Forest. So just for everyone to know, have won two Champions Leagues, mm-hmm. one European Super Cup, four League Cups, two FA Cups, and one domestic league title. Mm-hmm. Now, how many Spurs fans would like? a couple of Champions Leagues on the CV, you know, or, or things like that. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. They last won a trophy in 1990 wow. when they won the League Cup. <laughs> they are currently playing in the Championship. They're not even in the Premier League anymore. Mm. And they've been out of the Premier League for a long time. I asked him, you know, what, what what's your views? And I let him read some of the comments from Spurs fans on our page. Everything like that. I sent him some screenshots. Okay, that's quite interesting. And he said to me, uh, I've been a Nottingham Forest fan all my life. Um, He's 28. He said, I was born the year we last won a trophy. For me, supporting a team's not about 
picking up silverware. It's more than that. It was my family. It's what I've always done. I go to games. I have friends that I've met at the games. It's a community. It's, it's something beyond... Supporting your team has got to be beyond just success. Mm. If you're in it purely to win... Purely because all you care about is winning a trophy... Everybody would support the richest club in the country because they're the ones that are going to win the most trophies. Yeah, of course. He said it's about more than that. It's about family. Um, he then goes on to say, you know, there's bits and pieces, but I've I've sort of cut snippets out. Um, if I had to choose right now any Premier League team to be a team, regardless of you approaching me, it would actually be Tottenham. Okay. The main reason why is I like the manager. I like the way every time I watch Tottenham on TV, it's entertaining. Uh, you did put in brackets, albeit I doubt it's that entertaining for you guys watching it as fans. <laughs> sometimes, my friends, sometimes. Um, and he's like, I don't understand the mentality of a lot of the fans. I look over some of the comments about needing to win a trophy and I think, really? Do you need to win a trophy? We've had some horrible seasons. We've gone through managers. I've seen some of our best players come and go. And yet, I love my club. I love going to support them we haven't won a trophy since 1990 and i don't see us winning one anytime soon but i wouldn't change it for the world mm. so that's joe he's not a forest fan okay it's so that's quite interesting yep okay yeah so that's a little bit respected now um i then went to a, another fan now the the cv of this club that he supports they have won three league titles one fa cup and one league cup um, any idea who this club is? Leeds United. Bang on, my friend. Hey. <laughs> Bang on, Leeds United. Now, Adam, he's uh, age 34. Um, and the same thing, I showed him some of the comments and stuff like that, and he wrote an essay. So I'm not <laughs> going to read the whole thing out, but let me just give you a few summaries. I, I find it mind-blowing to see Spurs fans moan about their owner. Do you not know your history? I mean... As a kid growing up, Leeds were head and shoulders above Tottenham. Sorry, in brackets. <laughs> in 2001, Leeds United, my team, were in the semi-final of the Champions League. Current format Champions League, we were semi-finalists. We nearly made the final. We were one of the best teams in the tournament that year. I can remember this, by the way. They were. That was 2001. Yeah. The club's been bankrupt three times since then. Gone through several owners... At one point, the fans had to pay the players. That was all down to the owners' massive, massive mismanagement, and they tried to run before we could walk. Mm. We, we as a club, should be the shining example of what not to do in football. We know it, and everybody should know it. To see the Tottenham fans have a go at their owners, when, to be quite honest, we would walk over a glass naked sorry, crawl over glass naked to have Daniel Levy as our chairman is hilarious. Please, please get rid of him. Please, please let Enoch and Daniel Levy come to Leeds United. It's really interesting, isn't it, from him, from that point it's, of view? It's a perspective. Yeah, cool. Okay. Sure. Now, the last one. So, the last one is for a gentleman called Chris, who's 41. The team Chris supports have won seven league titles. They've won seven FA Cups... They've won five League Cups. They've won the Champions League once and the European Super Cup once. Name that team. And what what league are they in? Well, no, no, no. I'm not telling you. <laughs> yeah, cool. but, but, no, but just listen to that, though. That CV, seven league titles, more than Tottenham. We've won two. 
Seven FA Cups, we've won eight. Five League Cups, I think we're on same. I think we're on five as well, or four even. One Champions League, which we've never won, and a European Super Cup, which we've never won. No, mate, I can't even guess. Aston Villa. I was going to say that, but I was thinking, I'm sure they've won the Champions League. Oh, they have. They're, yeah. they're, the, they're the team everyone forgets won it. Right. People go, uh, Nottingham Forest won it twice, but yeah, Aston Villa as well. Yeah. So again, uh, the same thing. Showed them the comments. Showed them some of the stuff that was being said, especially on our Facebook page. And this is the response. Um, Spurs fans attacking their owners is hilarious. Um, they all know that Aston Villa were relegated, but... When Daniel Levy took charge, you all remember we were a bigger club than you, right? You all remember we finished above you constantly, mm. right? Um, I remember those days. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no. I watched my club get sold. We had an owner who cared about the club and he sold us because he hoped that it would take us to the next level. Our new American owners, Randy, signed players. We were all really excited and then the reality bit us. He didn't care. We were a cheap investment for him, a toy. And the minute things went wrong, we were really in trouble. The squad was full of mercenaries. We swapped managers constantly so no team could be built and we were relegated. It's We all thought we'd bank straight back. Look at us, look at our history. We didn't. We tried to throw money at the problem. It's not worked. We've now got to completely rebuild the structure of the club. Spurs fans attacked Daniel Levy... Fans of other teams, probably away from the London rivalry, find it hilarious. I have actually genuinely sat down in the pub with friends in the past discussing Tottenham Hotspur. The main reason being is it still blows our minds that they have progressed so much as a club past the likes of us, past the likes of Everton and other teams who were all in that mid-table grouping in the Premier League that just always seemed to be sat there hoping to win a cup but never actually achieving anything. And yet here we are, Tottenham are in the Champions League consistently. They are actually competing to win stuff consistently, and yet the Spurs fans are still not happy. Maybe they should have a season in the Championship with us. I'd happily swap. Yeah. Mate, that, that, look, I, you, I don't need to be converted because I, I completely agree. But yeah. there, were, there was, an, there, honestly, there was, an, there was a guy outside the ground last night. I walked mm. past him holding a, banner up saying hashtag leave you out hashtag profits over yeah glory you know and honestly yeah. if i could if i could just tell this guy like you know the, the, the perspectives from these clubs you know you you're being an idiot mate you're being there, a complete idiot there is a growing feeling that change people saw man city get bought and become this superpower people saw chelsea get bought and become the superpower Leeds United went bankrupt. Aston Villa are in the championship. They they got bought too. Not every change is going to be a positive change. Why do people just assume that if Enix sell us, the new owners are going to be like, yeah, we got a billion pound, we just want to blow. Yeah, exactly. That's not going to happen. Yeah. People buy things at that level of money, that level of income. Our club's worth like two billion pounds. At that level, people buying them... Buy it as toys. Yeah, of course. Right now, we have a chairman who is actually a Tottenham fan. Love him, hate him, whatever. He genuinely is trying to do something and keep the club building. It's slower than anyone would like. It's a damn sight slower than if Roman Abramovich had bought us. 
but it, it's we're the envy of so many other teams and fan bases. I know, like my daughter's at school, and pretty much every kid in her year is a Tottenham fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that never happened uh, when I was a kid. You know, like I said, my entire school there were two of us. I had fifteen hundred kids in my school. Yeah, two of us. Yeah, I don't remember having many Spurs. Like, I think the only Spurs fans I I knew as a kid were the ones I converted. Didn't have a yeah. team. I persuaded yeah. them to be Spurs yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. Be, be oh, just tell people you're a Spurs fan. Why? Just do it. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I need support. I need um, support. Yeah. But it, this is this is the thing, and I, I I come across a lot of the time, and I've said this before, but I'm going to bring it up again now. I am not pro Daniel Levy, but I'm not against him either. No. I genuinely have a balanced view on all of this. I will say when he does stuff right. I will say when he does stuff wrong. Around transfers, the dealings and that, we're not very good at it. He, he unfortunately now has such a reputation in football that genuinely people avoid dealing with us. Mm. That's causing us a problem. There are agents with massive client banks of really good footballers we will never be able to sign because those agents won't deal with Daniel Levy. Mm. That's a problem. That is something that when the stadium's finished... As a club, we need to look at. The only window we've ever signed players effortlessly was when Daniel Levy was away. Yeah. And Baldini did it. That's right, yeah. And mm. that's got to tell people something. you know. And a lot of people are very critical of those players that got signed. Yeah, that, that's fine. A lot of it didn't work out, etc. That's down to scouting. But the actual signings all happened, all got done, and mm. was all within the budget that he was set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So there is something to be said for maybe at some point outsourcing that again. There is something to be said. But, you know, that, that that's kind of a side topic. But what I'm getting at is when I present these things, I don't do it from an agenda point of view. I genuinely don't. People will think I will because if you don't agree with someone, you automatically just assume they're talking crap. Yeah. But genuinely, now I did that. I did that research because I was curious. And I knew the CVs of those three clubs. So I went onto their Twitter pages. <clears throat> I found fans that were commenting a lot. And I and I approached them. It's, do, do you know what, Sam? Really, really, thank you for doing that, mate. Because yeah. like I, I, I've appreciated listening to it, and, I, and I'm sure that people listening will appreciate it as well. Yeah. It, it, it's just you. you I, I completely get what you're saying. It's not. It's just to get balance, isn't it? You know, I, yeah. I, I'm not. Like, I'm the same as you. I'm not pro Levy. I'm not anti Levy. I'm pro Spurs. That's what yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. Big okay. Time. Now, all all I can look at. Is what, what what what's presented in front of me, okay? Now, and now what's present what's presented in front of me is that we've we're going to be very shortly moving into a world class stadium. Now, yep. straight away people will go, well, it's Levy's fault we haven't moved in already. I I, I don't buy mm, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I think I I think it's just problems that were unforeseen and whatever, right? So, but we've got this world class stadium ready to almost ready to move into. We've got a world class training facility. Now, I I did I put that comment on on a social media post the other day and it got completely shut shut down oh so because we've got a world-class training facility that makes us a great club it, it's part of it you know like like i think yeah. i think elite um uh, pochettino alluded to this he said like when we move into this when we move into this stadium as long as we, like if we've got champions league football we've got the world-class stadium we've got the world-class yeah. training facilities players are going to want to sign for us they're going yeah. to want to sign for spurs you know, yep. you, you can see that we've got we've got a squad at the moment. At the moment, who, like that that our core first eleven are 
probably one of the best core first 11s you'll see in any and any club in in the world I'd, I'd argue right the problem is we've got at the moment is uh, the uh, the the actual squad itself is is not as strong which you know you can you can say that's to do with levy with the you know no signings in the summer you know there's there's different there's different reasons why our actual mate our actual squad overall I don't think is as strong I'd argue, myself personally, I'd argue that when you've got such a strong core 11, it's hard to buy players that are going to want to join a squad because they know, bar injuries, there's not much chance of them getting into the first 11. No, I know. You know, you, you, you look at other clubs where you've got players where, you know, two or three of them players can, you know, you, you can, one or, one of every position kind of, you know, you can see any of them playing in any any of their first eleven. Us, you look at our core first eleven, like the two Belgians. You know, you're looking at the Fab Four. Even like, I know it's ridiculous, and I still find it mental. That I'm saying it. Even looking at like Sizoko now, I, I wouldn't want to like the way he's playing at the moment. You know, like I, when, I was at, I was at the game last night, and he got switched from centre centre mid yeah, to right yeah. back. Loved him when he's on the ball. Like you know, he didn't hardly put a foot wrong. So our our core eleven's very very good. And so, it, it, you know, I say I'd, I'd argue it's hard to buy players that are going to, you know, who, who aren't going to be guaranteed a, a, a start all the time because of who we've got. And I mean, I've I've even heard an argument that maybe like I don't know, I wouldn't like to see it, but people are saying maybe if we sold Ericsson, because uh, obviously you've got the Real Madrid interest, yeah. then that might be the, the what we need because then. You know, we'd bring other bring other players in and it'd encourage other signings. But that's another point. But yeah, I, I'm yeah. just I'm just looking at I'm looking at what's in, presented in front of me, and I, I think that the the manage the the the, the, the owners, you know, the Enoch, and they're they're building something with us. And I know I get it that there's no tro- that we had, it's the longest period we've gone without a trophy. But I just and and like like I say, Poch alluded to this in in one of his interviews. We, we built. We, we, we're getting to the point where we can do it. You know, we're we, 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 we're building towards this this point where trophies should come easy. You know, we're, we're, it's just we're we're kind of in this transition point. And all I'd say to people who are really frustrated and really angry at the moment is just hold you hold. Be patient. Be patient. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a, like he's always like I know management managers always talk about projects. But look at look at look at us when I, you know I went back to that season in in ninety eight ninety nine ninety seven ninety eight when we had three managers like you know in one season it was a complete mess we've yeah. had Pochettino since two thousand and fourteen we, we we I feel like we're building something here you know yeah we are just be patient just be yeah. patient stop be, being angry at us just go with it go with go with go with what's going on at the moment and I'm sure if. If it all clicks, which I'm sure it will, then we'll, we'll have what we will desire in, and that includes trophies. Yep. Stop being angry is a good one. Stop so, being angry, yes. Yeah. So I'm just going to wrap up now because I know time's ticking on. Um, I did have a loan update, but we'll keep that for next week. Um, sure. We got five players out on loan. They're still on loan, right? Okay. Um, but next week we might have some more because I'm hearing uh, Kazai Sterling might be off on loan today. So good move uh, we'll, that. we'll update the yeah. page as and when. So I. <laughs> Yeah, so to finish up, I want to bring something which I know is going to divide opinion, but it's, it's, it's something I read today. I had to fact check it because I wasn't 100% and I have now. So we're talking about building the infrastructure and people are angry about that. You know, why don't we just sign players, pay them loads of money? Well, 
you know, they've all seen these reports recently about how Tottenham season on season are growing revenue wise. The reason why we're growing revenue wise is because there's been a hell of a lot of work done off of the pitch. Daniel Levy, etc. have done loads of work, so around the world, we go off to America, as everybody knows, our fan base is growing there, our fan base is growing in Asia, and because of that, the revenue of the club is increasing, we're, we're signing corporate partnership deals on a regular basis, all of this is money, money, money coming in, and as that grows, and as that's our, us as a club are growing, the ability to change our wage structure has happened. Um, Harry Kane... I don't have the exact figure. No press has the exact figure, but I can tell you roughly he's on about three hundred grand a week. Yeah. I can tell you that Christian Eriksen's been offered a deal around two hundred and fifty grand a week. That's proper money. You know, that is mm. the level that everyone for years has been saying, Oh, we, we'll never sign people because we don't pay them the same as other clubs. Yeah, we are now. Yeah. Okay, so that structure's there. Now, let me just give you an example though of why it's why what we're doing and the fact that we're competing with the likes of Manchester City is so impressive. Manchester City are a club that are financially doped, like Chelsea. What I mean by financially doped is their owners put through the books sponsorship of the stadium, for example, and therefore inflate their revenue by hundreds of millions, like Paris Saint-Germain. And they do yeah. that to enable them to basically buy, sell, pay people, whatever they want to, to win. Mm. So here you go. Here's something from today. Following a UEFA report into every football club in Europe, Tottenham's wage bill for the season is €148 million. Euros. So what that means is you could double the wages of every single footballer on Tottenham's books sign seven more, paying each of them a hundred grand a week, and you would still have a lower wage bill than Manchester City. That's just insane, isn't it? So let that sink in. Harry Kane could go on to six hundred grand a week. <laughs> but yeah, we would double double the wages of every player and we would still you people talk about us competing and stuff like that, you know, we want to win trophies and things. I did the little bit of research on that. It's nowhere near as extreme, but it's very similar to Chelsea as well. And it's very ch- similar to Manchester United. We're, we're competing with these teams. Yeah, I know we're not picking up trophies non-stop, but we are up there fighting, and we're doing it like a scrappy underdog. Yeah. And rather than everybody being on board, people are angry about it. Yeah. Get on board. Fight that's, with us. That's what I'm saying, Sam. That's what I'm saying. Just like, yeah. get, get, you, you, like, you, with 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 what you're saying about the wages, you, you know, like when we yeah. move into this new, new stadium and, yeah. and we are paying, we we can play and we are yeah. playing paying players yeah. up to three hundred grand a week. We yeah. can sign, we will we'll sign, you know, we'll build something for the for the. It's, this is all, you know, you, you talk about the, the the fans of those three clubs. Yeah. And look, like you say, all of them, they're all in the championship, aren't they? Like they're all yeah. they're all like, didn't they? Where are they now? Yeah, exactly. And look at the CVs, the trophies yeah, they've got. Absolutely. Winning trophies guarantees nothing. No, absolutely. Building from the ground up, building the stadium, building the fan base, building the commercial, building everything, and building a team that, yeah, you might lose players along the way. Yes, you might yeah. need to change things and change systems, etc. Like, oh, Toby Old World's probably going to leave. Yeah. But look at the way Juan Foyf's playing. 
Young Sanchez, he's just coming back from injury, but he's a great central defender. You know, yeah. he's a yard off at the moment. We can all see that, but he's coming back. We are going to have to make adjustments. We are going to have to say goodbye to some people, but we are we are moving in the right direction all the time. And the best the best way of gauging that is the league. Yes. Because in a cup run, you could draw Burton in a semi-final, mm-hmm. or you could draw Chelsea. Chelsea, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, my friend, I think that's where we ought to leave it. Um, massive thank you for you humouring me, ranting and rabbiting <laughs> on this week. A massive thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope this week we've been able to put some stuff. Um, we didn't reach out to anyone for fan questions this week because we knew we had a lot to say ourselves. Um, we did get a message come through from a listener in Australia, and I am a really sorry we've run out of time for me to get to it. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to screenshot it and we'll cover it next week. So uh, massive thank you for you listening. Uh, his name is Robert Darby. Robert Darby says he loves the podcast. So Robert, you've just got a shout out. Uh, you're in Australia. So day, mate. <laughs> Whee, there you go. Um, but yeah, big thank you to everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. Sam, before we go, can we just have oh. one quick listen in? See if we can uh, see if there's any activity. Well, what, you want to have one last final we check one last, on Daniel yep. Levy's office? Okay, 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 we're going to cut live now to Daniel Levy's office. Come on, Daniel! Okay. <sighs> Sorry, um, mate. <laughs> yeah, all right, no problem. Well, it was it was worth a go. Uh, big thank you to everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.